Ladies and gentlemen, this is Pastor Todd Coconato, and you are tuned into The Remnant, The Todd Coconato Show, on this groundbreaking Sunday morning, afternoon, wherever you are on Real Talk Radio right now, all around the world. Buckle up. We are going to get into a bunch of different things on the broadcast today. Thank God for free speech. Thank God that we still have the ability to speak freely in this United States of America, but we are under attack. We are under assault, and it is high time we stand up, stand up for the Constitution, stand up for the Word of God, more importantly, but the Constitution is right up there. Our nation is under attack. Our freedoms are under attack. Our religious liberties are under attack. Christianity is under attack, but we will stand. We will occupy until he comes. We will stand on the promise of God, which is yes and amen. Hope in a future. Pastor Todd here. Welcome to the broadcast. I don't know. I just really feel energized today as we have been standing. We were up in Batavia, New York last week. It was epic. Over 400 baptisms. And God is continuing to move around the country. Don't listen to the naysayers that say God is done. He's not done. There's still much more work to be done. That's why he told us to occupy until he comes. That's why he said he's with us even until the end of the age. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Thank God he is true to his word. And I feel his presence. I feel his anointing. And so I want to encourage you today, right now, we're going to get into some scripture. And we have a lot of things to discuss this next hour. As the remnant is rising in America, as people are waking up in the droves, we're going to discuss some recent wins. You know, there's a lot of discouragement. If you turn on the fake news media, the modern-day prophets of Baal, you're going, to, you're going to get a lot of bad news. The devil wants us depressed. He wants us beat down. He wants us weary. But the Bible says, do not grow weary in doing good. So we're not going to grow weary. We realize who we are in Jesus Christ, what we're able to accomplish, to pull down the strongholds, to break every chain. Don't you love that song, Break Every Chain? That's what we can do. We can break addiction. There's a lot of people that are addicted right now. You may be listening. You may be addicted. You may be addicted to pornography. You may be addicted to drugs or alcohol. You may be addicted to food. You may be addicted to the news. I mentioned the fake news media. Maybe you're addicted to them. Maybe you listen to them all the time. So we can overcome these things in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. But many people are very concerned right now because they're saying, Pastor Todd, it's the end. We're, we're about to get raptured out of here any second. And so they're not focusing on some of these other things like getting healing, getting delivered, you know, waking up in the morning, enjoying your family you know, just enjoying life. I mean, it's a lot of people are very stressed out right now. Let's just be honest. And a lot of people are consumed with the news cycle and the very egregious things that are happening in our world. And a lot of people feel like, you know, we're in the end times. That's it. And I would not disagree that we're in the end times. I think we, you know, the end times have been going on for a long time. But are we in specifically the last of days? Like, I mean, any second, are we going to get raptured out? Well, no one knows the time. No one knows the day nor the hour other than the father, right? So, I can't tell you, like, it could be tomorrow. I mean, he comes like a thief in the night. You know, it could be tomorrow. It could be tonight. It could be during this broadcast. So I always advise, listen, get your house in order. Uh, make sure that, you know, if you were to die, if you were to get killed, if Jesus were to come, that you are on your way to heaven, that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You don't want to take, I mean, now is not the time to be taking chances. Now is not the time to be messing around. If, if you're messing around, if you have leaven in your life, now, does that mean that Pastor Todd is perfect? No. 
I'm not perfect. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You better believe I mess up. You better believe I have to apologize sometimes to my wife or to the Lord or to my daughter or to my family members. I mean, listen, I'm not perfect. So I'm not here as like Mr. Super, you know, self-righteous super saint. Okay, that's not me. But what I'm saying is collectively, including me, we all have to be prepared and he's coming back for a bride without spot nor wrinkle. He's coming back for a church that's willing to stand on the full counsel of God, that's willing to be a repentant people, good repenters, you know, like King David, good repenters, and who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And so let's, let's talk about this. Is it the end of days? Is it the end of time? I mean, are we there? And, and if so, what does it look like for the church right now? That's what we're going to discuss today a little bit. And so, uh, you know, let me read this. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, it says this. But understand this, that in the last days there will be difficult times for people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money. They'll be prideful. They'll be arrogant. They'll be abusive. They'll be disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, um, unappeasable, slanderous, without control, uh, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, uh, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. And then after that, it says, avoid such people. Well, you say, Pastor Todd, that's like almost everybody I know. <laughs> well, that means the hour's late because that's what it said. It said in the last days, there's going to be a lot of this going on. And yes, there is a lot of it going on. So we've seen an acceleration of this. There's no denying that. There's no denying that people are indeed this, they're proud, they're lovers of money, they're arrogant, they're abusive, they're disobedient, they're, I mean, all those things. Unholy, I mean, just look at some of the stuff that the left in America and around the world, I mean, the, the socialist communists are trying to shove down our throat. All the gender nonsense and the CRT nonsense and, you know, they're calling us Christian nationals, you know, nationalists or whatever. Really? Because we love the country? because we want to see our kids have the same freedoms and rights that we've enjoyed our whole life because we love America. We don't want the country destroyed. We don't want China, which is a communist nation, taking over the world. No. So, I mean, you're not some crazy person if you think this way. You're not some crazy person if you think that the hour is late and, yeah, it certainly looks like the end times. You know, Matthew 24, 36, it says, but concerning that day and the hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. So this is why, I mean, it could be 10 years. It could be 20 years. You could live out your entire life here on earth and the Lord still might not come back yet. But the, the Bible says if you're absent from the body, you're present with the Lord if you're saved. Otherwise, you're not with the Lord. You know what I'm saying? I mean, otherwise, see, to be absent from the body is present with the Lord if you're saved and you're on your way to heaven. If you have not repented, if you've not turned away from sin and unrighteousness, then, you know, let's just face it, you're going to hell. And that's why we need a savior. We need a savior, like in John 3, 16, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have life everlasting. So that's why I talk about, for those that follow me on a regular basis, and you know I talk about souls a lot. Because the whole thing is about souls. The whole thing is about whether you're going to spend eternity with Jesus in heaven, living, you know, the new Jerusalem, living and ruling and reigning with him, or if you're going to spend eternity in damnation in hell. And that's it. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's black or white. There's no mushy middle. It's one or the other. You want your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And we know that the hour is late. In Luke 21, 36, it says, But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all of these things that are 
going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. So God is preparing us. He's saying, look, you got to pray and you got to be awake. You can't be asleep. That's why we do what we do. I mean, 90% of what we're doing is trying to wake people up because there's a deception in this nation and there's a deception even in the body of Christ. That's why it says even the elect shall be deceived. You know, there's even Christians that are under deception right now. They're not seeing the spiritual dynamic. They're not seeing the war that we're in. They're not seeing the battle. There's no urgency. And so in Joel 2, 28, it says this, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. Even in the male and the female servants in all those days, I'll pour out my spirit. It's not just about men, it's everybody. And I will show wonders in the heavens and on earth and the blood and the fire and columns of smoke and the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon to blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there shall be those who escape as the Lord said, and among the survivors shall those be whom the Lord calls. I mean, doesn't that sound like that's where we're at right now? It's a Joel 2 moment. I mean, when, when did these uh, blood moons start happening? You ever notice? I mean, when you were a kid, do you remember? Maybe they did happen. I don't know. Somebody, some fact checker is going to get on here and be like, they did. They've been happening forever. Okay, that's great. But I'm just saying, I, I didn't remember the news talking about them. I didn't remember them being a big deal. And now it's like, you know, super blood moon, blood moon this. I mean, it seems like they're happening all the time, doesn't it? I mean, is it just me? Maybe it's just me. But there's definitely signs. I mean, all those things that I read in the first scripture there, up in Second uh, Timothy 3, you know, that's all happening. I mean, this scripture in Joel 2, 28 through 32, this is, this is seemingly happening as well. I'm seeing uh, people prophesying and having dreams. And there's a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I believe we're on the cusp of this. I, I think it's just the beginning. So exciting times, the best of times and the worst of times at the same time, the question we're asking ourselves today is, is it the end? Is, it, is this it? Is it the end? I mean, what do we do if it is the end? Are we going to stand? Are we going to occupy until he comes? Are we going to be the church? Or are we going to basically just wait and just wait to be raptured out of here? You know, like, hey, I'm, it's like an escapist mentality, you know? I think we need to occupy. I think we need to stand. What do you think? Listen, we're going to talk about this more. Is it the end? This is Pastor Todd Coconato. You can find me at toddcoconato.com or pastortodd.org. This is Real Talk Radio on this beautiful Sunday. We'll be right back. I know you can look at the world right now and things can be really depressing. It could really seem like we're up against a wall right now. It could really seem like there's no hope. And many people are allowing weariness to grow in their heart. They're getting depressed, oppressed. That's a spirit. And that spirit is attacking many people, many people of God, many good people. And the devil thinks he's won. The devil has overplayed his hand, my friend. He's overplayed his hand because there's a remnant. Whenever there's a remnant, that means that God has a plan. Think about Nineveh, when the people of Nineveh repented. We're meant to be a Nineveh, not a Sodom and Gomorrah. God has given us all the tools that we need in our toolbox. He's given us everything that we need to not only win, but to defeat the devil, 
and to push back the lies from the pit of hell and to take back this nation in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. We have the authority in Jesus' name to pull down the strongholds. We have the authority in Jesus' name to trample on scorpions and devils. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in us. That same Acts chapter 2 suddenly is available to us. He has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And when there is a remnant, that means there's hope. Our hope is not found in the things of this world. Our hope is found in Jesus Christ. He is our eternal hope. And he's called us to go out, to cast out, and to drive out. And to take back this territory, and to take back this nation for the kingdom of God. And so if you are listening to this broadcast, you are the remnant. And the remnant is rising. So stand up, rise up, and know the God that you serve. He's the one that controls the wind and the seas, and he is in the boat with us. He has not left us. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. He is with us even until the end of the age. He said he's giving us the authority in his name to break the yoke of bondage because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. So occupy until he comes and stand, my friend. Stand and push back and don't let the devil discourage you because God is with us. Hallelujah. All right, just a little bit of encouragement for those that are feeling a little weary today. Just felt led to put that in there. Just a little encouragement for you because I know there's a lot going on. And, and many of you are really dealing with some significant battles. Some of them are financial. Uh, some of them are relational. Some of you are dealing with some medical issues. You know, and so, and so it's very hard in those times sometimes. But God wants you to know he's with you. And he is going to answer your prayers. Keep pressing ahead. Keep pressing ahead. We're talking about, is it the end of days? Is it the end of days? And in the last segment, I want to talk about a couple of good things that are happening as well. Uh, Luke chapter 21, verse 11, it says, there'll be great earthquakes and in various places, famines and pestilence, and there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. Okay, so let's think about that. Are there great earthquakes? Well, sure, there's been earthquakes that have been happening. Um, famines, pestilence. I mean, people are talking about famine. There's a real chance that we could see some significant famines. I mean, what's happening in Ukraine right now, which is the breadbasket in Eastern Europe, uh, many people are talking about having storable food, which, by the way, you can go to remnantfood.com, remnantfood.com, if you're looking for good storable food. But, you know, it's it's wise to have pestilence. Of course, there's pestilence. I mean, we've seen this last few years and continue to talk about this. Now they're talking about monkeypox and, you know, all these other things. I mean, it just seems like there's an endless supply of these bad news situations that are happening all over the world. And so this is why a lot of people are feeling overwhelmed, are feeling that depression, and oppression on them. I get that is one of the biggest things I get right now in the ministry is people tell me, Pastor Todd, I feel depressed. I feel oppressed. You know, I feel this heaviness. It's on me all the time. I, anxiety. Are you dealing with those things? Anxiety? Stress? Are you feeling alone? Are you feeling lonely? Many people are. You're not alone, by the way. God is with you. That's what I want you to understand today. God is with you. He, he has not left you, and he does hear your prayers, by the way. And I know some of these big prayers that you're praying, sometimes the devil wants you to feel like God is just not responding. But actually, the scripture says he responds to the prayers of the righteous. He does respond to you. 
The faithful fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So he is, he is going to respond. He's going to answer those prayers, even for your siblings or your daughter or your son. I know there's a mom on here right now that's got a real heavy heart. I just feel that really strongly right now. Mom with a really heavy heart, if that's you. Yeah, the Lord's speaking to you right now through this, through this radio show. And he's saying, hold on, don't grow weary. In fact, the, your prayers are very powerful, mama. Your prayers are very, very powerful. Keep pressing in. Keep pressing in. The devil only wins if we give up. He's not the, he's not in the losing team, by the way. He, is, he loses like everything. He doesn't win. He's a loser. But he wants us to think he's a winner. Just like some of these ridiculous ideas that the left are pulling out right now that are, I mean, you, you look at them and you're like, how can anybody believe this? A man can be pregnant. I mean, how can anybody believe that? It's a total sham. Just like what happened in 2020. And people are trying to say, well, maybe there wasn't anything that happened in 2020. Yeah, no, actually there was. Don't buy into these lies, friends. We know what's going on. It's a spiritual battle at the highest of level for the very soul of this nation. In fact, it even said that on Joe Biden's bus. It said this is a battle for the soul of the nation. I mean, they're so overt. They're so in our face. So we know what it is. Matthew 24, 4, 4. 2, 4, 4, 4. Matthew 24, 44, it says, Therefore, you also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. It's all these people that are out there saying, I know the exact time. It's going to happen at this time. He's going to come on this day. No, they're lying. They don't know. No one knows. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen now. Some of these people say, well, it's definitely not happening for 20 years. How do you know? You don't know. I don't know. But I wouldn't be doing my job if I were to sit here and not tell you, like, God could come back tomorrow. The, the key is to be in the world but not of the world. To have this discipline and self-control, which, by the way, is a fruit of the Spirit. To have the self-control to say, you know what, I know that the situation looks grim, and there, there's a spirit that's trying to, you know, get me oppressed and depressed right now. And there's a heaviness, but I rebuke the heaviness in the name of Jesus. I want to do that over you right now. I rebuke the spirit of heaviness over you in the name of Jesus right now. Go. In Jesus' name, go. We are not going to sit here and allow this heaviness to take us down and make us feel like we're helpless. We're not helpless. We're victorious. We're not victims. If we operate in the victim mentality, then that's where we're going to stay. But we're not victims. We're victors. We are the ones that have that anointing of that Holy Spirit that came in Acts chapter 2 we have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. And this is what the, the devil's worst nightmare, the deep state's worst nightmare, they don't want you to know the authority. Why do you think they're worried about the Christians? Why are they worried about the Christians and the church? Why are they trying to shut down the churches? Well, because we, we have the authority. We have the power to go out, to cast out, to drive out, to change this situation. It's not done. It looks like it could be done. It looks really grim. It's looked grim before. It looked grim at the Red Sea. It looked grim when Jesus had died on that cross before he rose again. Satan even thought he won, but he didn't win. He's not going to win. He is a loser. He's lost in your situation. No matter how bad it looks for you, you are victorious if you're in Jesus Christ. Keep pressing ahead. Somebody needs to hear this today. It's about, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. So, so Jesus is going to take the wheel in your situation. This is the Todd Coconado Show, Real Talk Radio, ToddCoconado.com. We'll be right back.
right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Todd Coconado on this beautiful Sunday. So glad that you're here. Thank you so much for tuning into this broadcast on Real Talk Radio. We are singing the praise of the Lord Jesus Christ on this beautiful day. Don't let the devil steal your joy. Don't let him steal your joy, my friend. Don't let the devil steal your joy. I don't care what you're going through right now. God is with you. God is with you, my friend. Listen, somebody needs to hear this right now. God is with you. Don't give up. That's the key in life. Don't give up. Look at these guys like Donald Trump. You know, you got to, whether you like him or you don't, I happen to like the guy. But look at, look at how many times he was kicked down and, and, and people left and, and they, they thought he was out and then he, he ended up being the president of the United States. You know what I'm saying? And, and still, look how much attack this guy gets. So much warfare. So much attack. It's like insane. But yet, you know, he's still there. He's still standing. Hallelujah. Now they're, now they're trying to come after him with all this, uh, this nonsense about uh, these papers. that the, You know, they raided his home. How, how disgusting that they would do this to President Trump. I, I am outraged by what they did at Mar-a-Lago. I'm outraged by it. But you know what? I know he's going to end up victorious. No matter what, even, you know, some people say, well, he might get arrested. You know what? Even if they went that far, and I think that would be just a major red line that, my goodness, if they cross that, they're going to be in trouble. Let me tell you, touch not my anointed. President Trump has the mantle of anointing. You might get mad at me. I'm a preacher, and I'm going to speak the truth. That man has been anointed by God, and God is not done with America. We might see some big turbulence ahead still, and they're trying to label the people that love this country evil, because they call what's good evil and what's evil good. And these people have a very nefarious plan for our country. But the thing is, is that if you're in this group, if you're listening to this show, if you listen to Real Talk Radio, you understand the battle is a spiritual battle, just like in your situation, just like in your personal life, whatever's going on, you're fighting with your spouse. There's all kinds of stuff in your personal life that you're dealing with right now. And you can't even think about how crazy the world is because you're dealing with all your own stuff. Or maybe you're dealing with both and you're just carrying the weight of the world. Listen, God says our yoke is easy and our burden is light. In Jesus' name and by the power of the Holy Spirit, freedom. Freedom over your situation. Freedom. Freedom from any demonic attack. Okay, let's get into this next part here. And I really believe somebody's getting a breakthrough today. That may be you. Today is breakthrough day. I mean, the time, like I said earlier, the time for messing around is done. We either believe this or we don't. Like, I might as well just go home. I might as well just not even do any of this if I don't believe this. Either I believe it or I don't. Either God is real or he's not. That's it. That's where we're at right now. Because we see the urgency for those that are in the remnant that understand what's going on in our nation, our world, this spiritual battle that we're in. It's, you know, either we believe this or we don't. And if we believe it, then we got to do what it says to do, right? So Matthew 24, 21, it says, for then there will be a great tribulation such has not been from the beginning of the world until now nor will ever be. So there's going to be this tribulation. Now, of course, you got the different people that are saying, well, you know, we're going to be raptured out of here before the tribulation. And those would be considered the pre-trib people. And I really believe and pray that that's the case. But there is a chance that the mid-trib people or the post-trib people are right. And so we, we have to make sure that we are not people that are just escapists that just pull back in the time when the world needs Jesus the most. You know, I mean, we have the answer. We have the antidote. We have the solution. We have the, the answer to the problem. And it's Jesus and being filled with the Holy Spirit and operating in the Spirit, having the discernment of the Spirit. We have the answer. So how could we be good Christians if we just retract and there's this vacuum and all these 
nutty people that are demonized take over and you know just start pushing all their stuff which is basically what's happened in our country the last 30 years as the church was really within the four walls wasn't doing much evangelism much discipleship and really speaking to the mountain of government and so you had this like you know three percent or less of some of these radicals that have now taken positions of power all over our country i mean i was just on a phone call with somebody that's telling me what they're doing with the school boards out in the carolinas i mean this is all over they're trying to infiltrate with these communist people these it's just demonic is what it is and and push these agendas this woke agenda which again is demonic on our children because they know if they can go after the children if they go if they can get the children see that's why it's always about the children you notice that that's where the battle the battle is for our children it's for our future our offspring they are trying to control the minds of the kids they're trying to come after the kids they're trying to distort their mind did God really say that? Did the word of God really say you can't be married if you're a man and a man? Did the Bible really say that a man can't get pregnant? I mean, just crazy stuff, abominations. And they're trying to push this on the kids. And so that's why we know the hour is super late. But see, the church can't be absent. We can't be retractionists or whatever you want to call it. We're, we're, we're retracted in our homes just waiting to get raptured out of here. We can't live like that. Again, I know there's somebody on here who's going to write me a letter and say, you know, you talked about the the possibility that we're going to live through the tribulation or the possibility of mid-trib. Listen, there's a good portion of the body of Christ that believes that. I just want you to know that. I don't know. No one knows the day nor the hour. Now, I have my inkling. I have what I've studied and, and believe according to the scripture, but that doesn't mean that I know the day or the hour, and it doesn't mean that absolutely without 100%, we're, gonna, we're not going to be in the tribulation. I mean, or, I mean, look at what's going on right now. Even if this is just the birth pangs, it's a very urgent hour, and the church has to be present. Can we have this conversation? I mean, let, let's just say we are raptured out of here very soon, but we still need to be present right now, if that makes sense. I'm not trying to argue with you. I know there's some heresy hunter on here that's going to write me, and they're going to argue about this because these are the areas that the church is told we can't talk about. It's like, you know, when you're at work and you can't talk about politics or religion. The church is not supposed to talk about when we're going to be raptured out of here or if we're going to be raptured out of here. The church is not supposed to talk about women in ministry. These are the areas where people say avoid these areas because they're controversial. But why can't we have a, a normal discussion? Why, why is it that we've lost that ability? Let's just think of the possibility. What if we are here during the tribulation? I mean, does the church look like it's fortified right now? Does the church look like it's going to be able to sustain that? So we got to think about that. So hopefully we're going to be raptured out. I believe we are. I think that the Lord is coming very soon, but I think that we're meant to stand until we are and, and occupy until he comes. That's why I talk about it a lot. And I've kind of gone back and forth over the years. You know, when I went to Bible school, Bible school at the King's College and Seminary, which is now the King's University, you know, they told me, they said, uh, you're going to have to develop your own theology on this, your own, your own choice of your pre-trib or post-trib or mid-trib. And I was so shocked that the, you know, the teachers at the school, the professors were saying that to me. I said, well, you're not just going to tell me which one's the truth? And they say, well, this is one of the areas in Christendom that people, you know, argue about. It's, it's, a, it's a theological variance, just like women in ministry and a few other things. So most people agree on like 98% of Christian theology, but there's a few areas like these that people get confused or people don't know, and uh, they argue with each other, you know? So anyway, look, I hope the preacher people are right, and, and we're going to be out of here, but we still can't be escapists. And so uh, Acts 17.30, it says, The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all of his people everywhere to repent because he has fixed on a day 
He will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed. That's pretty interesting, right? And of this, he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So that's Acts 17, 30 through 31, if you don't know where that is. But there is going to be a day of judgment, and God is saying that we need to repent of our sins. We need to turn from wickedness. We can't be part of it. We can't be, we have to come out from among them. Romans 13, 11, it says, besides this, you know the time the, that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. So don't be asleep. There's a lot of scriptures here that are saying, don't be asleep, be awake. All these people say, well, I don't need to know that because all I need to do is just do what the Bible says and I don't need to worry about what's going on in the world. Wait a minute. And how are you occupying until he comes? How are you taking the territory for the kingdom of God? What are, how are you fulfilling the great commission to go and make disciples if you're a retractionist? I guess I'm coining, coining a new term today, retractionist. We can't be retractionists. We've got to get in the game. We can't be on the sideline. This is how we got to this situation in our country. In uh, 1 Timothy 4.1, 1 Timothy 4.1, it says this. It says, now the spirit expressingly says that in the later times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. Are you seeing any of that going on? Yeah, that's happening. A lot of deceitful teaching, people tickling ears, false prophets, things like that that are happening. There's all that happened. That's what God said would happen in this time. But in Matthew 7, 13 through 14, it says this, enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction and those who enter by it are many for the gate is narrow and narrow is the way that leads to life and those who find it are few be those few be the remnant be the people of god that are going to actually stand for the entirety of the word of god that are not going to let the leaven come in or the compromise come in that aren't going to be deceived you know by these false teachings and, and these people that are tickling ears and all this nonsense that's going on out there. Deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. It's happening. That's why you feel the pressure. If you, if you wonder why you feel the pressure and the urgency, saint, it's because this, this is why. So when we're talking about some heavy stuff today, but the thing is this, is it the end? Well, I believe it's a late hour. I believe that it's an urgent hour. I believe it's high time we get our house in order. And that we're not like the church of Laodicea. And we understand the authority. And we understand the anointing. We guard the anointing. We walk in a circumspect way. It's not easy. I, I, sometimes I go back and forth with the Lord late at night. And I say, Lord, this is not easy at all. Why? <laughs> Why did you give me this calling, you know? But then he speaks to me. gives me strength. He gives me strategy. I start seeing the battlefield. You know, he starts giving me understanding and strategy and direction. That This is what we need, friends. We've got to have strategy and direction, and that comes from up above in our secret place time, in our prayer time. If we're, if we're focusing so much on our depression or, you know, these spirits that are trying to attack us and, and feeling weary and tired and beat down, honestly, that's, that's focused on self. That's flesh. That's, that's, that's demonic activity trying to get us depressed and down and and weary because that keeps us from what we're meant to do, our purpose, our calling. We've got to rise up above that. We've got to be above the line people. 
We got to look at the glass half full. We got to understand the God that we serve and tap into him and tap into his strength. And that's where we get our endurance. But we want to make sure we're in that narrow gate, not that wide gate. That wide gate is real wide. 2 Thessalonians 2, 3 through 4, it says this, let no one deceive you in any way. For the day will not come unless the rebellion comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple of God proclaiming himself to be God. So there's going to be, the, there's going to be an antichrist. There's, going to be, there's a spirit of antichrist in our, in our world right now. That's why the things of God, when you're standing for holiness and purity and righteousness and you're standing for truth, that's why you're feeling the opposition because you're on the right team, the winning team. And the demonic forces and the evil forces because our battle is not against flesh and blood but against strongholds and principalities, that's where the pressure is when you're feeling the pressure. And it comes through family members and it comes through people at work and it comes through strangers. That's because they can sense the spirit of God in you and who you are. And the anointing that you walk in. That's why you're dealing with some of these things. There's not a lot of teachers that teach this. In Isaiah 2, uh, 4, Isaiah 2, 4, it says this, He shall judge between the nations and shall decide disputes for many peoples. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall lift up sword against nation. Neither shall they learn war anymore. Do we see nation rising up against nation? We sure do. Of course we do. Uh, Matthew 24, 11, many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. Are we seeing that? Yes. Yeah. So now's not the time to be messing around. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show, toddcoconato.com. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Todd Coconato here on this Sunday. And uh, we Jesus is still our good news. Don't ever forget that Jesus is still our good news. Right? Do you believe that? I believe it. He saved a wretch like me. I believe it, friends. Took me from a life of sin and death. And uh, he'll do the same for you, by the way. He'll do the same for you. Don't let the heaviness of this hour get to you. Don't let the heaviness of this hour get you down. I told you I talked about some good news. So let's talk about some good news here. You know, um... First of all, Liz Cheney's out. That's good news. <laughs> what what pastor do you know that talks like me? Do you know any? I don't know. I mean, I, hopefully there's some others. I think there are a few. I know there are some. I can I can start naming names, but I don't want to do that. But good 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 names is what I'm saying. But there's not a lot. Uh, I call her deep state deep state hack Liz Cheney. Let's just call a spade a spade. Deep state hack Liz Cheney out. Thank you, Jesus. And I guess she's going to try to run for president now. We'll see what happens there. She won't win, obviously. She'll just be a pain in the behind. Uh, but we'll pray her out. We'll pray her out. So, uh, okay, Roe v. Wade overturned this year. Thank you, Jesus. Georgia Guidestones came down in one day. People say, what are the Georgia Guidestones? Well, they, they basically told the whole plan of this, I don't know, what do you want to call them, New World Order Group? The World Economic Forum, whatever. They want to reduce the world's population down to like 500,000 or 500 million, I guess you know, basically kill more than half the world. And then, uh, you know, the number four is COVID jab truth is coming out, coming out worldwide. People are starting to see, oh, yeah, by the way, the people that are the purebloods 
they they were right. They were right. It it, it literally does nothing. Right? I, I can't get into that because they'll take us off the airways. But I'm telling you, have discernment in this hour. Now, if you took it, you took it. Ask the Lord to protect your body, just like anything else. Just say, Lord, protect me. I've done things in my life that I regretted later, and I got on my face. I got on my knees, and I cried out to God, and I said, have mercy on me, Lord, and protect me. And he'll do the same for you. Don't, don't live in fear if you got it. But what I'm saying is the truth about it's starting to come out, where I even saw a CEO, I think it was a major corporation, I think it was uh, not Amazon, but it was Whole Foods that was even out the other day saying some stuff about this. Pretty crazy, right? In fact, let's play the clip. Whole Foods CEO talking about the jab. Let's play that clip right now. I feel like socialists are taking over. They're marching through the institutions. They're taking everything over. They and uh, taking over education. It looks like they've taken over a lot of the corporations. It looks like they've taken over um, the military, and and it's just continuing. Yeah. I'm, so I'm I'm deeply concerned about. Um, um, you know, I'm a capitalist at heart, and I'm a li- I believe in liberty and capitalism. Those are my yep. my twin values, and I feel like, you know, with the way freedom of speech is today, uh, the movement on on gun control, um, a lot of the liberties that I've taken for granted most of my life, I think are under threat. Yeah. Pack- yeah. You think? You think they're under threat? Uh, I, li- I like what he said. I mean, he's right about socialists trying to get into every aspect of society so that's what christians need to get into every aspect of society you see how we do that like we have to flip this we have to flip the tables like jesus you know uh but i'm glad that the covid jab truth is coming out uh i didn't really cover it in that section that was actually where he started talking about socialism but there's another clip of him talking about the vaccine i heard that and uh so stay tuned uh, for that we'll have to cover it on another show uh, but people are awakening in droves, tent gatherings, major soul harvest, revival meetings, baptisms all over America. I've been interviewing a lot of these people on my show uh, that, are, that are having a lot of these revival meetings. The Spirit of the Lord is moving around the country. People are awakening in the droves. As I said, there's people getting saved and set free and healed and delivered. There's tents popping up everywhere. So that's encouraging. Um, what about the, the bail statue in Hollywood and Highland? That's been repurposed. And they took down all the elements that related to, to Baal worship, apparently. I did an article on it on redmint.news. So, you know, the, all good things right there. And by the way, in a recent series of rulings, the Supreme Court uh, expanded the Second Amendment scope by finding a right to carry guns outside the home, uh, curb the Environment Protection Agency's regulatory power to combat, quote-unquote, uh, climate change. And, and they enhance religious rights by validating taxpayer money for religious schooling. So I know it seems like everything's crazy, but there are good things happening, friends. And so the, the whole thing is like my philosophy in life is you always look at what God is able to do. Like, is he able? Of course he is. Is he willing? Well, yes. Is he the God that created this whole thing? Yes, he is. So nothing is too big for him. And that's why the Bible says nothing is impossible for God. With faith of a mustard seed, we can move a mountain. So, so when we get into like that depression, or we're, we're, we're getting into that hole, if you will, where we just, we just feel like the, the sky is falling and everything's caving in on us, we've got we've to get out of that, okay? We've got to remember there's always a silver lining. There's always something that we can do. Even the communists in the Soviet Union, imagine how they felt when the former Soviet Union was in full, in full swing, you know, and they, and they were so oppressive and, and 
you know, people weren't able to be free and, and they had to, everything was big brother and government. And yet there was a, there was a remnant then there was a remnant in the Soviet union that, that prayed and pressed ahead right now in communist China, there's underground churches, uh, North Korea. I bet you there's believers in North Korea but they're under one of the most repressive regimes in the world. I mean, there's believers that are right now under heavy persecution, but yet they're still standing and they, and they still have a faith and they're, they're going to continue to press ahead. And that's what we have to understand is, is that there's nothing that they can ever do to take our faith away from us. There's nothing they can ever do to take away the ability of us to be a child of the most high God, because that's who we are. And so if we get into the hole and we just start feeling like everything is caving in and there's nothing we can do, that's exactly what the enemy wants. He wants the church to feel like we can't do anything. He wants the church to give up. He wants us to feel like, oh, it's it, that's it. And so that's why I'm talking about, is it the end today? Well, even if it is, and again, no one knows the day nor the hour, but even if it is, are you gonna stand until the end? Are you gonna be the salt and the light? Are we gonna be the salt and the light? Are we gonna stand until the end? Cast down that depression. Cast down that thing over your life where the devil is trying to take a stronghold in your situation, in your life. Cast it down, rebuke it, rebuke it. I'm sorry that preachers aren't preaching that you have the ability to do that, but you do. You can break the assignment of hell on your family. You can break the assignment of hell on your finances. You can break the assignment of hell on your health and well-being and that, 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 that spirit that's trying to attack your mind and torment you. It's a tormenting spirit. Break it in Jesus' name. You have the ability, my friend, and, and this is what we've got to get to the place we're not giving up. We're not caving in. We're not capitulating. We're not bowing down. And I know I sound really passionate today because I, I hear this a lot. Is it the end, Pastor? You know, if it is, it is. But we're going to stand. If it is the end, so be it. You know what? Then we're going to rule and reign with Christ for eternity. It's a win-win for us. It's a win-win if you're in Jesus Christ. It's a win-win. You need to brush your shoulders off right now, somebody who's listening. That's been letting that heaviness get on you. Brush your shoulders off. We are just getting started. We are just getting started. Stand up today. Rise up today. Understand who you are. You are not done. You are not done in your situation. And so that's why when President Trump says the best is yet to come, I clap my hands and say, that's right. I believe that. I believe God has still got something. He's not out of resources. We're, we're going to see the greatest awakening in the history of the world. We're going to see miracles, signs, wonders. We're already seeing it, but even greater, even greater. Step into the water of living water. Step into the river of living water today. Step into that living water. Let it flow underneath you. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Yeah, so, so there's some nefarious people with nefarious plans trying to take over our country, trying to take our kids Trying to, trying to capture their minds. But guess what? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I want to prophesy to someone on here today. Somebody's told you that you're never going to be successful. Somebody's told you that you're never going to have that thing that you've been praying for and believing because you know that God put it in your heart. There's somebody that God put something in your heart and there's been naysayers and doubters, but you know it's from God. Look, I can't tell you if it's from God. You know it's from God. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. If, if it bears witness in your spirit and the Lord has put an unction in your heart, he's put something, a vision, a dream, something in your heart. And, and people have, in your life have tried to tell you it's not gonna happen, there's no way. And there's been naysayers and doubters and that's, it's hooked into you. 
And so what's happened is you become discouraged because of that. But you know that God put this in your heart. I'm speaking to somebody, maybe multiple people right now. You know God put it in your heart, but there's been the naysayers and the doubters. Listen, people told me, Pastor Todd, you'll never, you know, before I was a pastor, they said, you'll never be a pastor. Here I am. You'll never, you'll never, and no one will ever listen to you. Are you listening? So God is not out of resources. He's not out of, of things that he can do. And so I'm so thankful that you tune in the show. Hopefully you got something out of this today. We love you and we bless you. Listen, you can go to pastortodd.org, pastortodd.org. We, we do shows all the time, podcasts. I'm all over the internet. All you got to do is put in my name, Todd Coconato. F- follow me on Facebook, at Real Todd Coconato. I post a lot. But I love you guys. I bless you. Come back next week. We got more to talk about. God bless you. All right, Remnant Warriors. Hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. This is for the podcast audience only. Listen, I'm going to be doing a lot more podcasts and radio shows in this next season. We're really going to be doing more topical things instead of just interviews with people. I want to do topical things. There's a lot of questions that people have about various areas in the Bible. And so we're going to do a lot of that. And um, I'm excited about this new season. Um, You know, God has expanded the territory of this ministry. And I believe he's doing it for a time as this because we've got to get people equipped and also encourage the body. A lot of weary saints and and a lot of people are feeling like hopeless. They're not hearing certain things discussed in churches. I don't know why. I wish it wasn't. I mean, I know there's other people doing what we're doing, but there's not a lot. You guys know that. So please help us fund this operation. The more that we can, you know, get this thing funded, the more that we can do more broadcast, we can do more information, put more information out, get people saved and set free, healed, delivered, awakened, you know, to all these different things. Because the battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. But we have the answers in Jesus Christ. So if I can, you know, get this thing funded more, and I appreciate those that do give, Uh, But, you know, we still have a lot of needs financially. So if we can fund some of this, we can get more of these shows out there. And so if this helps you and and you think this brings value, please consider being a monthly partner. You can go to toddcoconato.com slash give. toddcoconato.com slash give. Uh, Some people say I put out more content than just about anybody in the Christian world. We need to put out more. We need to put out more. We need to talk about these things because it's the truth that sets the captive free. And I'm just a vessel. I'm just a vessel, but God is using this ministry, and I believe it's for a time as this. We are the remnant. You are the remnant if you're listening. So pray about it. Pray about it. I love you guys. I bless you in Jesus' name. We'll talk soon.